Now entering Nerdist.com. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. Jackie Cash and Laurie Kilmartin. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. It's the Jackie and Laurie Show. The Jackie and Laurie Show. We're back. We're back. Did you write down where you're going to be this week? Yes, I'm going to be floating around Los Angeles. But you know what to look forward to? I'll be in Portland uh, March 24th and 25th. 24th, I'll be at the Curious Theater for one show at 9.30 p.m. Nice. Doing a door deal. Please show the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bring a date. If you're already dating somebody, both of you bring dates. And then the Sunday, I'm at Powell's Bookstore reading from Dead oh, People Suck at Awesome, Powell's, which you so. should all have owned. <laughs> yeah, and if you didn't. Bring your copy because exactly. you motherfuckers better have bought one You know, already. I went to Powell's one time and Aisha Tyler was reading from her book. Wow. And it was uh it was a it was a it was a it was packed. Wow. She directed a movie. I know I saw that. You did? Did you uh, see No, it? I didn't see the movie. I saw the trailer. I saw that she directed yeah. it. Yeah. Set entirely in a car. Yeah. On the 405. That sounds good. There's a, not that this it's at all similar, but that movie there's a movie called I think it's called Locke. With Tom Hardy, where he, the whole, the entire movie is him trying to solve problems in his life that increasingly get worse and worse uh, as he's driving home. Okay. It's yeah. really great. I saw it on a, I saw it a, on an airplane. Those are perfect places to see it. The write-up on this, uh, yeah, that is, uh, the write-up on this uh, movie, which, God dang it. <coughs> Can you look it up, Kyle? What, uh, Aisha yeah. Tyler's um, I think it's called Axis. Oh, A-X-I-S. Yeah, Axis. Yeah. As an Axis and Allies, a board game that Lori has not played. And I oh got a pressure headache the one time I played it because it was <laughs> six hours later and we were in 1943. Anyway, so, uh, but Axis, the movie was mm-hmm. um, supposedly, it was someone who had made it in Hollywood and it was a series of oh, phone yeah. calls right, right. just about the different problems of. Yeah. That you deal with in your car as you talk, if you were very successful, I think. Oh, that's where that things aren't great. going well. Things are going well. Things aren't going well. Someone's <gasps> dropped the ball. Let's fix this. It's yeah. fixed. Oh, there's a new problem. There's a new opportunity, and it's. Uh, I, that's what it sounds like. It yeah. sounds kind of fascinating. It sounds good. So it's called Axis, and that's neat. Um, okay, so I was on your site. My website. website. Yeah. yeah. And I was on your calendar page mm-hmm. and I was like, what? How do you do that? Is that, do you, do you use bands in, like bands in town or what do you do? How do you hook oh, up the calendar? Yeah. All your, like all your dates are there. Yeah. And it does. Vilmos. Do it, I, I enter it using. Uh, you, uh, Vilmos a, does it for you? No, Vilmos doesn't do it for me. Vilmos has a program that really? he actually sells. Get this. This is actually a fascinating thing. What the hell is it called? Availsbot. A V A. Yeah, that's what it's called. I saw it on your site. I'm like, this looks like it's just for comics, but it's, that's not possible. Well, it's just, uh, <laughs> except for it is, because Vilmos Branwick oh. uh, uh, is, a, is a, he's a comic, but he also... And a aspiring, not not even aspiring. He ha- he's he, an app developer. If he made this, right? Yeah. He well, he he does he does my website, yeah. and then he is an app developer. And then he, uh, the only thing I use in a veil spot is the calendar. Mm-hmm. There's a place to put. Uh, there's a drop down menu for bookers, mm-hmm. and then you put all the booking information, and it will automatically send out your avails. Vilmos is very proud of it. Yeah. Uh, do book, the thing is, do bookers use it? 
No, no, bookers don't have to go to it. It, it does the oh, emailing oh, for you. Oh, it does the email. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And then you send out essentially every three months. You can you can set it like a calendar. Yeah. To send out your avails, and it'll read what your what uh, your avails are. Oh. From the information you've put in, like I just updated my calendar through May. Yeah. And um. I I like how it looks on the phone better than how it looks on the on the desktop. It's set up as a calendar on the desktop, yeah. but on the phone it's just a list. And I like the list better. It just looks nicer. The cal and, and the only thing that is and we've talked about I've talked about this with Vilmos is that I if I have more than one set a night in town, yeah, or even if there's two shows a night at the club, yeah, there's no way to put it. Oh. That seems like that should be. Yeah, that, that's right. That's something I think he's Because if you want a link to tickets so people can buy tickets, mm-hmm. you'd be they want you to need go to the end or the, yeah. the 8 or the 1030. Yeah, you'd need to be able to do that. Hmm. So, Vilmos, if you're listening, seems unlikely. <laughs> uh, so, Well, um, what about Bands in Town? Does, do you use that what at is all? That? Oh, it's a, a different. It's like more music software or okay. for musicians, but it seems like some comedians they know use it things. too. Those I know. musicians they're better know at this shit than they we are. They really are. They've been doing it for longer, and yeah. uh, and there's more of them. Like like as a, they're, they, they're more of a team. They also much more have the model of they only make money off merch, mm-hmm. you know, and touring. So we learned from them. Yeah, sorry, yes. I you. No worries, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so I this is the week when this goes up. Is um I'll be on that cruise, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be on the Joko Nerd cruise. Um, I come back and I'm home for like I think four days, and then I got to go to Vancouver with Maria and Salt Lake City with Maria, and then I'm home one for, night, one night each. Yeah, okay. And then wait, the Salt Lake City might be attached to the Grand Rapids thing because I have jury duty in the middle of all of this. Wow. Yeah. And I got jury duty and I made a note to myself in my calendar not to book anything because if I get on a jury. How can you turn down booking? I mean, we're comics, man. Well, I already bumped it. I bumped it to this week that I knew I wasn't working. So um, if worst case scenario, I would have to take I would have to change my flight to a red eye on Friday uh, or go day of because I think that's the. The Grand Rapids gig is on Saturday, and the Salt Lake City thing is on Sunday. But I know oh, okay. I can't remember. But and then I guess I would come back if it's like a high profile. But I've never been picked for a jury. I have. Have you? Have yeah. you done a jury? Yes. And and convicted or not convicted? Not a person? convicted. Not guilty. Not guilty. Mm-hmm. All right. It was the the uh, OJ the plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The glove didn't fit, Jackie. Exactly. Um, I was so hoping. <laughs> So it was a a white guy who said a black kid broke into his car and uh there there was very little evidence besides the white guy saying he saw the black kid walking on a street. Uh. <laughs> There was no well, other it was evidence. Almost, it was almost so like an all, episode of Happy Days. Yeah, we're all like in the jury room and uh and this is this is a long time ago. It's like in the like early nineties. Okay. And I think the foreman was an older black man. Mm-hmm. And he just said, he's like, you know, he can walk on a street. Yeah. He gets to, <laughs> and that, that, and, and, cause I think it was a more white jury. And I yeah. think s- some people default to, well, something's not up with that. If they're, you know, mm-hmm. he's walking there. Why would he lie? And, um, 
well, he made a compelling argument that uh, a citizen is allowed to be walking in this the country of that where they're a citizen in. Yes, and just, um, uh, so we all went not guilty. Yeah, yeah, good. But it was it was weird to see because I felt like the white guy's lawyer was uh, pretty confident that he had a had a good case. You had and a good he looked case. Really surprised. <laughs> that was that was <laughs> that, nice. That must have been very satisfying. Yeah, his surprise. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's my only, the only time I get picked. Right. Andy was just on one because there was a, a, a drive-by murder in our neighborhood. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every time we drive by that corner, he's like, that's where it happened. That's wow. why they put that fence up there. Because it was, it was a, they, they called it gang violence. But, right. Uh, um, he was like, we got to see too many pictures of dead guy. There was like two people were killed. And, and he was like, I got to see too many, too many dead people. And it was really gross. And it was a full week, though. Wow. With a, with a full day of deliberation. Guilty. Guilty. My mom was on one where um, the guy, uh, someone robbed a, a convenience store, not a 7 Eleven, but mm-hmm. maybe one attached to a, a gas station, and uh, made the attendant go on his knees and shot him in the head, shot him to death, murdered him. Oh, like execution yeah, style. Totally. Yeah. And uh, oof. I think, I think they voted. Well, definitely guilty, and I think they might have gone death penalty, but I'm not sure what happened after that. Wow. It's California. So yeah, yeah. probably still alive. Right. Very possible. Last night, my sister was in town mm-hmm. uh, for the weekend uh, because it's Super Bowl. The, the day we're recording this is Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And it's in Minneapolis, and my sister lives in Minneapolis. Oh. And she's like, let's leave. <laughs> <laughs> so she brought her wife and her two kids, and they've been staying in Long Beach for the weekend. And uh, Why Long Beach? Because uh, it's by a beach, and they oh, have an aquarium, okay. and you know they can... And the beach seems long. Yeah, the beach seems super long. Sure. And, um, and she, they don't know. Like, I think her mother-in-law picked uh, the place. Her mm. mother-in-law is just going to stay there for, for like three more weeks. Because her mother-in-law lives in Chicago, oh, maybe and it's my mom February. would want to stay with her mother-in-law. Uh, Eileen, uh, if you're listening, uh, let's get Mrs. Kilmartin and you guys together. My, uh, yeah, I, I just was like, it's really depressing to live with someone who just sits in a in a room, closes the shutters, and watches television all the time. Yeah, that's that's terrible. She can't, she that can't be. You it gotta well, get it her. is. And that's exactly what's happening, and there's no it way is. to stop it. Yeah, there's no way to stop it. Is there any way your sister can shake her? What do you mean? No. I don't know. Because you, cause you're right there all the time. She's yeah. not going to listen to you. Can you bring in a third party with an intervention? Hey, you're 79. You're not 100. She's 80. She just turned and 80. She looks like she's 100. Yeah, so she's got to get out of the house. She, she doesn't won't. even sit in the yard? No. Sometimes she goes on the rocking chair on the porch. On the front on the yeah front porch, but uh, I like your front porch. Thank it's, you. It's a very nice. Mm-hmm. I like a front porch, man. We All have a I front. Need. We have a stoop. Sometimes we sit out there and look at the feral cats. You guys could throw up a porch, man. We could. Yeah, I want to throw up a a, a a podcast studio in the backyard. Podcast studio, game room, and uh, when push comes to shove, mother in law house. Yes. Do you know? Do you, do you know any contractors? Do you yes, know I do. Because there's a there's a tax I use deal. Tony Kameen. You know Tony Kameen. Yeah. He gave me a great contractor. Okay. He's great. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, done and done. Let's uh 
Last episode, I, I we're going to register people to vote. <laughs> now there's a Tony. Now Kameen. you're going to have a porch. Now I'm going to have a, a contractor. Um, Ursula Ursula Le Guin died. Yeah, she and, did. And um, so I I was listening to uh, not a career cut tragically short. By the way, she no, was, uh, she's in her eighties. Yeah, yeah, so, but it's still devastating because she's a great author. Yeah, um, but I was listening to uh, a Terry Gross interview with her, and she was talking about oh, that's him. neat. She, oh, it's a great interview. And she wrote an article that I got to find. I was just listening to it on the way over, so I haven't read it. But it was she was talking – because she's she had three kids. Oh, and okay. she said some women, you know, uh, decide to have kids and they decide to not be creative. They decide to put it in their kids, right? Okay. And she said some women decide to be full-on creative and not have kids. Yeah. And she said – and there's but there seems to be less room for women – who do both. Yes. You know, like in terms of, uh, uh, you know, recognition, you know, she, and she's just talking about authors, but like, like when men, male, the male institutions, literary institutions recognize female authors, they, they are frequently not mothers, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I, I just want to. Right. She's. Read that. I, um, yeah, that's really cool. And she had three kids. Mm-hmm. That's neat. I mean, it's, you know, if you're, you're writing, it's a different way. It's a different lifestyle than stand up though. Stand up's just, it's a, it's a hard, it's, as we were talking about earlier, it's a hard lifestyle that to eat well, you know, and maintain health or, right. or get better at health. Because of structure. Yeah. And, and planning too, you know, in terms of just, I mean, a lot of people don't know where they're going to be, you know, they, they, job wise or there's insecurity, but usually, you know, with comedy, it's like you're you're traveling so much, you don't know when you're going to be home. Yeah, and so it's hard to plan to do the home the homey kind of things that you need to do to make yourself feel good. Yeah, I when I worked at um, my last day job was at this closed captioning company, mm-hmm. and um, and I had just it was a, it was called a traffic job. It was a admin kind of secretarial catch all kind right. of, and. I answered the phones, I signed things in, I digitized tape and stuff like that. And it was, there was enough downtime yeah, that I could, A, well, I mean, separately, there was there was enough, down, the downtime allowed me to write my solo show. Yeah. Uh, because I could actually write at my desk and um, and I got a lot of writing done. And then the second thing was that every day from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., mm-hmm. I went to a, an office that had a microwave. Yeah. And I ended up eating like lean cuisine thing, you know, like yeah. TV dinners. And I ended up losing weight because I could structure some of the food intake. Yeah. And um, like I don't even own a microwave at my house. Sometimes the 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 common sometimes the 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 room at the hotel will have a microwave. Yeah. But it's not like I'm going to travel with TV dinners. Right, right. And the TV dinners that they have in the little, uh, right by the desk, there's always that yes, store. Yes, yes. They're always the worst kind. Yeah. They're not. It's, it's always lasagna. It's always lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and it's never any. It's like, never Amy's. Right. right. It's, it's always like Amy's. fucking I love Amy's, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I do, I do, too. They're nice. And, like, I, like I, I come home and I, one of the first things I'll say is, I need a vegetable. I need to eat yes. something that is green. Yeah. That'd be ideal. Um, 
you know, it's weird. I, I, and cause here's when you have a kid, all of a sudden you just have to pay for things a lot. Right. And yeah. so the default, if the thing for me that I've, that I, you see when it's like two comics having a kid, whoever yeah. makes the most money is the one that starts really going on the road a lot. Yeah. And most of the time, because of the business, it's that's the, the dude. dude. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you know, I, since I, I was not in that situation, I was in the reverse and then we broke up. So I was, I was always the dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. It's tough. It's, yeah, it's, it's a hard row. And if it's two comics and the dude gets to go on the road, it means she doesn't get to do any stand up. She doesn't get to do as many shows. Yeah. She has to spend a Unless primary gonna, caregiver. Yeah, you're going to get you have a lot of sitter money. That yeah. shit. It's like, can you, how many nights have I spent $50 to do a set that I didn't get paid for? Right. I can't even tell you. Right. I had to um, take a lift here. And, <laughs> and God knows the sheer enormity of you money. You have a that, flat tire, which is much like having a child. <laughs> it's almost exactly it's like almost having exactly. a child. You guys, you I call AAA. Thing. You should just call AAA. They'll take, <laughs> they'll take your kid over to a tire store. <laughs> well, somebody like Kira McDonough, uh, Kira Sotanovich. Oh, there you go. Wait, who's Kira? Oh, my God. That's a swimmer I used to know. Never oh, mind. That's nice. Nice. Um, Kira Sotanovich, her husband kids. isn't a comic, though. Yeah. Right? He's, he's a, he's a, he's a, a movie dude yeah he's got he does production stuff he has a regular job yeah so she it's some sort of like there's you know she can take the lead there you know oh right she's like i have to do stand like she's always working she's always on the road yeah i don't know i don't know how i got off into this topic but it's it's oh, we got an hour to go <laughs> do whatever you need to do there you know it's tricky you know yeah. it's hard to it's if, if you're a no, no one in society really wants a woman to have a career, and for for you to insist upon it after, you know, it's going to cost you money and stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's tough. Yeah, yeah, because it feels it doesn't feel like uh, the cost, the risk assessment of of how it's going to affect yeah, if, everybody. If you're an insurance if, salesman, or yeah, you're <laughs> like, no, your your career can't happen. Your yeah. career doesn't make any financial. It doesn't sense. make any financial sense. We're a unit. Yes. Uh, whatever you want to do doesn't make sense. It makes more sense. You, for you stay to home. He goes on the road for a living. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, well, I hate you. And then uh, <laughs> shovel sand. <laughs> exactly. Why do you go to the grimmest possible examples? <laughs> well, right I, off the bat. You don't even, you, there's no gradation. There's like, you go right to the bottom. I was trying, I was telling you last episode, I'm watching the Star Trek Discovery show and the Star Trek is so dark. The Star Trek, it, it's mm-hmm. essentially, it takes place before the, the Captain Kirk, mm-hmm. before the very first Star Trek that there was. And it was back when we were still, we were, had space travel, but people were monsters. <laughs> and the great thing about Star Trek is that uh, in Star Trek, the humans always take the high road. Yeah. That's the lesson that we learn from Star Trek. The Star Trek I'm watching, Star Trek Discovery, yeah. they do not. Ah. You're like, oh, I'm sorry. What's happening? And it isn't like it isn't like uh, Firefly or Serenity where it's about good people in a bad universe. Mm-hmm. This is about mediocre people in a bad universe. And you're like, that is a fascinating story. And I, I think the storytelling that is amazing. That actually sounds good. It is really good. It's really well done, and it's gorgeous. And it's on CBS? And it's on CBS, but only CBS.com. Uh, 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 oh, but it's not on broad- It's not being broadcast? At all. Whoa. Yeah. You have to give them $6 a month. Interesting. Yeah. And um, so, but, but the point of it is, is that uh, I, I, I love the show, 
but I genuinely would love a Star Trek where, or a, a, a science fiction thing that where people take the high road. I need hope. Mm. And Ursula Le Guin was a great one for that, by the oh, way. Oh, cool. By the way, her books uh, are great. You haven't read an Ursula Le Guin book. If, if I could fucking finish this book I'm reading, it's you... taking forever. I can't, like, I read three pages and then I fall asleep. Mm. And I'm like, it's got to pick up. And everyone keeps saying it's a great novel. And, you <laughs> Is know? it a novel of Irish angst? No, it's called oh. it's called Never Let Me Go. It's by the guy who wrote Remains of the Day. And okay. what I can tell, cause he drops these little, like, you're like, oh, my God, this paragraph, it's so long and boring. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all, all of a sudden, he'll drop a little bit of knowledge where you're like, whoa, wait, you're clones? Wait, I've been reading this book for 80 pages and you never fucking mentioned that the characters are clones. It's, oh, my God, that's but, fascinating. So, so it's one of those things where, like, well, what else am I going to stumble on? You know, right, you if I just keep reading it. Right. It's going to be great, but you got to keep reading it. But it's a it. slow march. Right. And, uh, then if I've had enough melatonin at night. <laughs> right. You, sleepy time. I have sleepy three time. pages and I'm out. So I'd love to read some Ursula. But William Shatner. Yeah. Possibly murdered as one of his wives. You know, that oh, the swimming pool thing. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, well. Well, I think if we've learned anything in the last six months is that men don't do things like that. <laughs> no, no, men, <laughs> men are men are constantly choosing the high road. Speaking I, so of the high road, I watched uh, a little bit of Two Dope Queens. Oh, it just right. came out the first episode. Yeah, it was, and it was this last Saturday. Oh, that... it shot so beautifully. It. Take I was like, tarot. I want to be on that show. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't tag them on my complimentary tweets. I didn't want to look like I was begging, but but man. but yeah, you should definitely be on that show. Yeah, and they, look. The thing about Jessica Williams and Phoebe Robinson is that they're great comics separately. Mm-hmm. They had this show in Brooklyn, yeah, where um, that I did uh, twice, yeah, and uh, completely. But I have. I don't. I don't know what to do about my social skills. Quite honestly, I. I just. I should bring Andy because it's good to have a pick, someone to work around. But uh, <laughs> so I show. I show up at the Two Dope Queens premiere because uh, they had it here. Oh, at uh, New Nueva House. New House. Okay. It's over Nova by House. Hmm? Nueva House. Yeah, something okay. like that. And it's on Sunset. Okay. It's over um, by the Sugarfish over there. Whatever. Oh. Is it past it's the? It's is it past the comedy store? East Hollywood. It's way east. Oh, it's kind not. of by okay. Gower. Oh, okay. And uh, so, uh, it's by a restaurant called Paley, which has new American food. I looked them up because it was a, such a beautiful restaurant. Mm-hmm. They have like popcorn ice cream, and you're just like, oh, stop trying. Oh my God, you're breaking my heart here. Mm-hmm. Just serve a nice, yeah, <laughs> food. You don't have to make it ridiculous. They have tater tots on the. You're just like, eleven dollar tater tots are dumb. Anyway, so. Um, but the the two dope queens premiere. Mm-hmm. I was standing in line, you know, to get in, and it, and I'd forgotten about it, and I'd gone off to do the drunk show, right, the drunk log mm-hmm. show, and so all I had that was, and I was wearing my my stage hoodie, not. <laughs> I was I wasn't dressed for a premiere is what I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. And so I I was like, well, I'll stop by just to say congrats and thanks for having me on the show, right? Yeah. Because my episode is either this. It'll be it's every Saturday. There's three or four shows, I think. There's How many four. do they shoot this season? They Just sh- four? Well they I think they, they shot four, but I was there for three. I saw I three saw of three. Them shot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um the two of them, by the way, are fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh individually 
and then together they, they riff have, really well off each other. They're like Sunny and Cher. They're they have so, they like each other so clearly. Yeah, and they're just uh, they there was ball busting. Essentially, mm-hmm. they were friends going in. We're yeah. learning it. We're, you and I are learning it. So I think. Well, we've also been on stage as a solo act for so long. Yeah, that that this is hard. Yes. This was hard to. Yes, I will interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but they do have like a uh, what? Who should? What was the bit? Who should apologize to us or who owes oh. us an apology? So they have like some like desk pieces in a yes. way, although they're not at a desk. Yep. So they have some things they can, you know, some refillables they yep. can do every week, which is you know good. Yes. yes. They must have some writers helping them out too. I'm sure they're not doing it all themselves. And um, and then yeah, it was a really really beautiful show. It was so great. Yeah, and, and the crowd was bananas. And Michelle Buteau just murdered. She's a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I had a personality like that. You know, she, she just has it's like too a... too bad you don't have a personality. <laughs> I don't. What is happening? <laughs> she has like that glowing fucking thing that people have that um, they just are sort of... They're wild and confident and big, and they take up a lot of space in a room. Like, you know Michelle is there before you were aware that she's there. And me, I could hide in the corner for six days and die there, and no one would notice. (laughs) But I envy that sort of... I mean, I I can't even fake it. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, ah, that is something I can't pull off at all for a second. That's just not me. Right. Yeah. Well, what I did was I stood in line with with essentially the guest list. Yeah. And then Rhea Butcher, who's mm-hmm. on one of the episodes, and yeah. Cameron Esposito showed up. And they're both tricked out in these awesome suits. Yeah. I saw and a little snippet of Rhea. Uh, she looked like she had a great suit on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at, at the premiere. And so I was like, and um, Cameron was saying to Rhea, well, how do we get in? And Rhea goes, oh, we have to go over there to the red carpet, the black carpet. There was a, a thing to, and yeah. I was like. I'm just gonna hang out with them, and so I, I rode their their trail, of uh, so the only thing I had my in my so you look like their lesbian mother. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I, I and I was wearing the only thing I had that had any sparkle was I had a uh, my chicken hat. Remember my chicken hat that no. has uh, rhinestones. Anyway, it's nice. No, maybe. Eh, there you go. Anyway, okay. so it's uh, so I wore that, and it was, uh, and then I said congrats and thanks to those two, and then yeah. they, then there was a party. And the party was, I am not good at parties. Uh, they're loud. Yes. And uh, I was, when I was 22, I didn't like a loud party. Yeah. And now I'm 52 and I don't. And so I lasted 10 minutes. <laughs> and then I, because, uh, but I did get to say thanks and congrats, which was, I think, I think for me was the point of it. Yes, yes, know? yes. And, um, and then, and uh, I, so I walk out, and one of the guys working the door, he says, you know, if you, why are you leaving? You just got here. And I was like, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I got some popcorn. And because uh, they had free popcorn, two dope queens popcorn. What kind of popcorn? It was just popcorn Was popcorn. it Garrett's from Chicago? That's uh, the, I don't, the kind we have a Conan with, yeah? in those barrels. Oh, in those, though you love those. Oh, you my love God. Those That's the only reason I say hi to comics. I'm like, yeah, good luck. Where's your popcorn? Let yeah. me have a let me have a, a kernel or two, please. <laughs> yeah, I took that. Uh, I the first time I did Conan, um, I left the popcorn there. And I'm, I'm as the angry at that as the fourteen thousand you you yeah, I lost over on, on your DUIs for, for my DUIs. Yeah, well, oh, Monique, Mo, are you Neek? into that scandal at all? 
or not scandal, oh. whatever. She oh, she, she was bummed because she didn't get paid as much as the gentleman. But neither well, did Maria, by the way. I checked in with her. Oh, what, well, Monique said she was offered $500,000. Right. And did Maria tell you she was offered more or less? No, she she told me when she got it. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So that's what Maria got for her special. Oh. So I don't know. I mean, I think that, that those gentlemen have more powerful. I mean, I do think, you know, it's a it's kind of. Yeah, so $20 when Mar- million dollars is an absurd amount of money for comedy specials. Right, right. And who was that? Was that Jimmy Miller saying, oh, we're going to need $20 Well, you know, yeah, yeah, the other thing, it's like this man, you know, like Amy Schumer's manager is Madonna's manager. Right. That person is going to whole- extract every, <laughs> yes. every mar- it's you two bone and marrow Madonna's- from you. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Like, it's astron. It's, it's so a, it, part it, of it's, it's like. That, but but it's also like Netflix doesn't release their uh, ratings, so no one knows who who who, who actually is worth who was what? a good investment. Yeah, right. So Monique, like I I don't know of her as a comic, really. You know, like I don't. Yeah, no, I, I've I don't never know seen that, her long but, set. You know, no, I've she, seen. She's short got set. a ton of fans. You know, she's got. But she re- has yeah. a fucking Oscar. Mm-hmm. I mean, does that count for to me? That's the that, stand up wise. I don't think it Does, counts. No? Not in my head, but I mean... If you're uh, the average person and you're like, wait, that's, uh, you know, oh, Oscar winner Monique, you're scrolling through stand-up specials. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's, a, that's oh, like that's being true. verified on Twitter, your Oscar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's um, like, that's a mark of distinction. Maybe I'll watch that one. And isn't that what Netflix true. would want from... Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. You know what? Yeah, I think you... I, I, Take it back. I think that the because people will recognize her from a TV show, from a movie, yeah, and and the Oscars, and then stop and watch. So that that has value, right? Yeah. So, but I, I guess it's you know it's such a hard thing to prove. But I mean the you know you can't prove without the numbers, and the numbers uh, are not available. I right? know. And um, and Wanda Sykes came out and said uh, Netflix offered me two hundred fifty thousand dollars, so she went to Epics, and they I think they doubled it or something. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I know that when um, remember when what's I forgot the name of the people that were for the rest of us, you know, we're we're brokering those deals. Comedy Dynamics. No, it wasn't Comedy Dynamics. It was somebody. It was another company that I'm spacing the name of. But New Wave. New Wave. Yeah, yeah. They they sent me a contract like right. three years ago when Horcrux came out as a DVD because I filmed it. Yeah. And uh, like every contract I receive, uh, I scan it first for yeah. dollar signs. Right. <laughs> that is the first thing that I do, right. and uh, I recommend everyone do that, and because uh, then you will know if you want to read more closely. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? I did not. Because uh, there were no dollar signs. None. Wow. No back end money. No initial money. No nothing. So you don't make, you didn't get any of your, your money back on taping it? Right. I cost 18 grand to tape, to film it. Four camera HD. Beautiful. God. Horcrux DVD available. Uh, streaming on Comedy Film Nerds, you guys. Or you can buy the DVD with the DVD extra of me choking the first night. Uh, uh, on my website. Only comics want to watch that. <laughs> JackieCation.com. Yeah. Get the DVD, you guys. I have 100 in my garage. <laughs> and, uh, so, <laughs> And she needs to turn it into a gaming center. So exactly, please. Exactly, please. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I, I scanned it. 
And I think I told this story a hundred episodes ago, which is when that 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 show yeah. was available. And it was just uh, I called my manager at the time, and I was like, "Well, this is an insult. There's no money. It's uh, and they own it for ten years. Wow. They get to cut it up into any chunks they want." And sell it to Verizon or Delta or whoever they oh want. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I get no say as to where they end the jokes or where they start the next jokes, which would drive you up a banana tree. Plus, you don't get money for it. And no you money. You could be on a, a flight watching yep. yourself on television on the back of someone else's chair, someone's seat, and not <laughs> exactly. get any money for that. Not a dime. Uh, wow. Until after 10 years. And then it was after initial costs were covered. And, oh, that's um, that thing where the, all of a sudden they come up with these hor- horrendous costs that are never covered. Yeah, I was told that that was something they did uh, for somebody who did sell it to them. They sold them an old special. Yeah. And uh, they sent him an old special and they're like, so three years into it, he still hasn't seen any money. Oh. And mm. uh, because they just kept making up. They just kept making up. It's Jeffrey bills. Ross, guys. It's Jeff Ross, you guys. And, <laughs> no, Jeff Ross is a twenty million guy. He's got he's got a YouTube manager. No, I don't know, but uh, the but uh, so I called my manager and I said, "This is an insult," and she said, um, "It's just the first offer. Don't don't sweat it." And I said, "Okay, well, you, here's my first counter offer. Please, uh, bags of cash." Uh, yeah. left on a scavenger hunt around Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, now that we've both said ridiculous things, tell them I need uh, that I... And this is what I wanted. Three years. They could do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. Then it comes back to me. Uh, and uh, like 10 grand. Even... even I would have taken half. I would have taken nine grand. Right. Uh, half of what I spent. Right. Which was 18 grand. And, um, and they said no. And so I said no. And then uh, I have a DVD in my garage. You guys... Uh, knock yourselves out. JackieCation.com. <laughs> uh, I hate this business. <laughs> well, the business part of it is so ridiculous. And yeah. so, I mean, I think you're right about Monique, though, is that is that she's an Oscar winner. The Oscar will stop people with their clicking. Right. I mean, you know, she might not be a groundbreaking comedian, but that's none of our business. And it, the average person doesn't know. You know, they just start. They just go, I like stand-up comedy. Who's next? Right. You know? And the thing is, is about groundbreaking comedians, whenever I see somebody that they're like, the guy's a genius, she's a genius, mm-hmm. uh, you're like, uh-huh. Not all the time. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. I saw uh, Reggie true. Watts the other night at the Lady Parts Justice thing, mm-hmm. and he was very funny, but I didn't get what he was doing. <laughs> That's on me. Yeah. Right? Because uh, I have seen Reggie Watts murder mm-hmm. de fucking destroy mm-hmm. and just just some of the sweetest weirdest out there premises and jokes and and the other night he was doing an english accent and i didn't know <laughs> and i was like well you're showing some range good good uh, good on you and uh <laughs> good job mate and uh so but that was uh, That's, uh australia <laughs> no they say mate they say mate over there in uh in England. Okay. Uh anylaurie sixteen at gmail.com. Please let her in on that. Uh so but uh yeah, so but anyway, so people are geniuses and people say Dave Chappelle's a genius. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes he's just a comic. Yeah. People say Bill Cosby's a genius, and then sometimes he's just a really good comic. And then other times he's doing stand up again. Did you see that? Yeah. That he got a set? He went the, to a jazz club. He went to a jazz club some, and then told stories. I know, but somebody... Uh, but you know, what is he but a storyteller? Yeah, but somebody wrote this article or the headline was, uh, you know, audience 
audience, there's an audience for a Bill Cosby show. And I read it and I'm like, no, it was a jazz, jazz audience club. and he jumped up on stage. Right. I would stare. I would be like, what the fuck's happening? I would, I would watch that. Right. He did like 15, 20 minutes. And then I he wouldn't said buy merch were... from him afterwards. Right. And they were friendly enough to him, I guess. They didn't boo him off stage. But uh, that might be an indictment against jazz... peace, peep jazz. Those are jazz fans, man. <laughs> right. That's they not comedy be conscious. Right. It's a uh, they they're willing to sit through uh trumpet solos. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Johnny Pemberton is like, "No." You know Johnny Pemberton's a huge jazz fan. Oh, he didn't know that. Yeah, he did a dork forest about oh, jazz cool. that I didn't understand. I like a jazz station. I like jazz. Oh yeah. But I'm not I a like huge big fan. band and I like marching bands. <laughs> so oh, I like God. a horn section. Uh but I don't like jazz. You know who sold a show to uh and the show's coming out uh, to, uh, to Adult Swim is Jenna Friedman. Do you know Jenna? Oh, she, yeah. She's a New York mostly comic, yeah, yeah. but she's out here soon. I think yeah. she's doing Conan pretty soon. In fact, it probably will have aired by the time this is out. But uh, she had a special on CISO called American Cunt. Okay. And uh, <laughs> which uh, you think it's hard to promote dead people suck. Folks, <laughs> American Cunt's a tough one. <laughs> That's a tough sale. Shitty Mom was even tough to promote. Right, because of the cussing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So, um, but uh, she's super funny. And uh, she went through the whole development process with yeah. Adult Swim. Development process is just like the back and forth you go with, you know, with whoever you're making the show for. And, and, uh, it never, you know, whatever you have with your initial idea, I'm not talking about Jenna anymore. I'm your just initial idea and versus what it turns out to be are so different. It's unbelievable. And sometimes right. I think, I don't think I could, I don't know if I could go through that process of, could you take this character out? Could you make this character this way? Could this one you're not like, be no. so nice? No. Yeah. No, it's, it's mine. We're so lucky as stand-ups that we just get to do exactly what we want on stage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's on Adult Swim mm-hmm. because Rebecca Sugar, I think, is the only woman who's ever uh, showrun, produced, created a show um, for Cartoon Network. So oh, I don't wow. know if there's a lot of women over at – and when I say a lot, I mean three <laughs> uh, – over at Adult Swim. But that's neat that she's got something because for some reason animation is another – like boys club. It's a boys club and also a lot of it's not guild, so they're not even getting uh, health insurance and stuff. Right, there's the the pay is, is yeah. ridiculous. So. Um, which is crazy cuz I watched two shows with my son, uh, Gumball and Clarence, and mm-hmm. they are so fucking funny. Yeah. So many jokes. So it's so many jokes only parents get and some of them only kids get. You know, it's yeah. it, they're great and I uh incredibly well written diverse. People are yeah, and, but earning a living. There's women on on the uh, written by you know section and stuff like that. That's but, cool. I mean, listed as writers, but um, I I hope they're getting full insurance and pension and stuff. You know, no, they're writing as many jokes as uh, sitcom writers are writing. Yeah, they should totally. Yeah, it's. Uh, do you know Frangela? Yes, Francis and yes, yeah, yeah. Angela. Yeah, and, yeah. They. Uh, That's uh, even though I knew that it would have been a great guess. <laughs> it was a great guess, <laughs> and they are a duo, and they are hilarious. Yeah, and they were at the Lady Parts Justice thing, and yeah. they were both wearing obviously a T-shirt. I don't know if they sell it. They said, uh, st- uh, "Trump stole my country," and country <laughs> is C U N T R Y, or cunt, uh, Trump is messing with my country or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Something. It was amazing. Uh, and I kind of wanted one, but uh, they weren't selling them. Hmm. I'm sure you, I could go to Frangela.com. They they might have a garage full of them, you guys. Maybe. Yeah. How how much time has this one done? We are at 40. Whoa. 
Huh? huh? I'm or, losing the ability to put words together. So. Well, let's do comic of the week. Yes. Amy Silverberg. Yes. Amy Silverberg. At Amy Silverberg. I did her backyard. She does it with Lynn. Yeah. Uh, she does a backyard show. I did it. It was a delight. Yeah. Uh, I think I mentioned it last hour, <laughs> last episode, uh, Daniel. Is it up on a hill? Yeah. I've done that one. The parking is ridiculous? Yes. Yes. It's, that's an awesome one. I took a lift. It was awesome. It was so great. And it was... Um, and it was packed. Yeah. It was packed with people. Yeah, there were yeah, yeah. 30 people in that backyard standing and sitting in folding chairs. Yeah. And I did 12... And it was super fun. But Amy Silverberg went up and her stuff so personal and yeah. interesting and smart. Mm-hmm. And they seem, both of them, her and Lynn seem both, uh, very new. But follow at Amy Silverberg and uh, check her out because it's all, it's all, it's the good new generation of comics, man. I know. It's exciting. Everybody's, everybody's good. And they, they, uh, we've said this before, but they, they seem to have skipped five years of being awkward and <laughs> oh right well that's e- that's that's easy enough to you know, explain though part of, part of it too when i think when we were coming up the people that we had to model ourselves off of were guys really so we were we were supposed to be like guys but then we're not guys so that takes an extra a couple years to kind of figure right, out to navigate yourself. how to and be I, think the this generation can sees a bunch of female comics so you're it's like oh i can be like any of these you know you always have to pick a few people to be like for a couple of years and then you start to figure out your own self right yeah 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 so if you can if you can pick someone of your own gender <laughs> yeah. you save yourself five fucking years of development <laughs> right you get to just be a woman comic yes you just get to be a comic who is a woman from yes. the get-go yes yes you don't yes. have to be a comic and then your only role models are dudes right right and then figure out that you're not a dude Dude. Yeah. You're like, how do I hit on the waitress now? Because I'm a girl. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to. Anyway, <laughs> so I'm good. But what happens next? Yeah, that's yeah. so funny. Well, that is true. I'm doing Uncab. We were going to do these back to back and then no, we right weren't. after. No, no, we were going to do them with a with something in the middle, like a dead we spot were gonna, in the no, middle. Here's what we're going to do. This dumb day we had planned, which I which I didn't realize till I, thank I was God like, you wait re- a minute. reinvented the wheel. <laughs> we were going to do a, a podcast at one thirty and then come back at 6.30. And the five hours in between or the four hours in between, we just... Who knows? I didn't know what we were going to do. I didn't know either. So I then I'm like, is there, everyone around at 1230? Can we just do two in a row? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we were. We were around, Thank you God. guys. <laughs> Why didn't we see that last week? What I are you thinking? Because I, I think we were both tired because yes. it was a nighttime one. Oh, you're right. And uh, this one, we're all awake. You guys, I'm, when I'm we tired. start at noon, yeah, you're you're tired because you've I know been up since the dawn. I know of man. it's April now, but I still just flew in from my <laughs> Seattle gig. It's on February fourth, right? Right. It's uh, I'm in Mexico while this is going up, mm-hmm. or on the ocean going to Mexico, and we're going to Moon Tower. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You and I are both doing Moon Tower, so we're going to do a live Jackie and Lori. Yes, in Austin, Texas, and then the next day I'm going to stick around on Sunday afternoon or evening or whatever, five p.m. and do a reading at Book People. Oh, Book yes. People's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love Book People. That's a great bookstore in Austin. Yes. Yes. Feel free to send me a gift card. That's April no? 22nd, 23rd, I think. Is it? Yeah. Good. So uh, this is going up, I think, still in February, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're still in February. So, but yeah, we're going to do a live one. Did we want to do a live one at Flappers? Yeah, we should. We should do another that. live one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Live ones are fun. Yeah, they're not too bad. Look! 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 Listen to that positive endorsement, ringing endorsement. 
Register to vote for the midterms, you guys. And come to Fresno if you want to register there. <laughs> I just saw my note to myself from the last episode. I'm oh, psyched yeah. about that. I really want to talk to Maria about how we how we oh, would do such a thing. Oh, you guys got to do that. You got to do that. That can't, that can't hurt. I bet she has some fans that didn't vote last time. You know, we I just, think we, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I think the first time I registered to vote was at a Billy Bragg concert. Really? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jackie, Jackie and her musical taste being revealed very... Very slow. My my Lyft driver. Yeah. That when I went to take yoga at, in Renton, because um, I was staying near the airport, so there was there wasn't yoga near the airport. <laughs> um, he taught himself Turkish in two months, and I was like, How? He's well, he's probably brilliant, but well, um, he already that, but... he already spoke four languages. He's from oh, there Afghanistan. You go. Okay, so it, it was probably a comparable. No, I don't think Turkish and. Uh, Turkish what did they speak well, Armenian. in Afghanistan? Push, P- pushed, push, Pushkin, and they speak uh, Pushkin, the poet. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I don't think they're they're like you know Spanish and Italian or something. No, no, but they're, they're, I don't think it's in its own. I think it's in a group. Armenian is not. Armenian is in its own uh, language group. Yeah, believe me, I see. <laughs> I see some fucking Armenian signs. Oh, good times. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I I want to learn German because I want to take my kid to Germany this summer. Yeah. Um, in the hopes that uh, he will love it and consider it for college. Okay. You know? um, so I want to be able to learn. I want to learn German. And if this guy learned Turkish in two months, couldn't I learn passable German in like four months? If you could just give yourself more tasks, that would be important. <laughs> uh, have you ever gotten one of those Pimsleur things? Or No. I, I got one for Italian. Yeah. And it was terrible. I couldn't do it. The, uh, no, I got a Rosetta Stone. That's what I got. Okay. Uh, the Rosetta Stone uh, DVD, CDs yeah. for Italian. Yeah. And um, I needed to learn, like when I took French, I needed to, I needed a person. Yeah. I wasn't good with the audio. Well, there's there's a thing where you can just talk to people in in whatever language you're trying to learn with, like Skype with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's part of the, the that that's a thing. Yeah, it's weird though because I was watching. Um, there's this uh, this series on Netflix called Dirty Money, and I just mm-hmm. started watching it, and it's all about current uh, capitalist uh, massacres on humanity, and one of them's about the Volkswagen scandal, and so I'm just kind of getting into oh. it. And there's a guy, a German guy talking, and I'm like, I can't tell those words. Like, I don't speak German yet. But same thing with, like, Spanish. When I hear Spanish, I can kind of understand it because... uh, Did you take Spanish I took Spanish, but also the way the the words are enunciated sound familiar to me. French, it sounds like people are talking in the middle of their throat. So I can't tell consonants apart when people are speaking in French. it all blurs together? Yes. Um, and, uh, and German, I don't know, you know, it just slides together so quickly. It seems like it's hard to pick out words, you know? Well, that's, I, I think that that's with any language that you haven't done any study into because the, the, I, listen, I, (laughs) I did 20 minutes on Duolingo in German. So I think I know what I'm talking about. All right. I'm drinking a Vasa. Ina Vasa. Ina Vasa in my left hand. You're going to get beamed with Ina Vasa if you don't zip it. Um, the, um, then what happened? Uh, oh, I'm doing Uncapped tonight and I don't know what I'm doing. 
after That's a this. good feeling. Well, you yeah. have time to write it out, right? Right. I have time to come up with something I can meander around. Well, but here's my point about Germany. Also, maybe there's gigs in Germany. There are gigs in Germany. Do they speak English? Are they English speaking? Of course. Yeah, yeah. First I of want all, to do a gig in Germany. Yeah, you got to write that off. So you got to go. Uh, but uh, talk to Tom Rhodes. He does uh, things all over Europe. Yeah, he does. And um, maybe I'll see if my agent can get me something. Yeah, yeah. See if your agent can get you something. <laughs> that always sounds so weird. And yet mean? it isn't Why? Uh, because people don't have agents. I do have a booking agent. Yes. Now she makes almost zero dollars off of me. <laughs> well, I don't know why she's keeping me around, but. Because she knows that one day you're going to break loose. <laughs> and she's going to be like, I had Lori Kilmartin back in the day. And now I could have you. <laughs> she introduced me to this great gig outside of Phoenix. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm doing, uh, yeah, I'm doing Arizona three times in a month and a half. So people. Uh, Wait, Feel a club free. on your own and then a couple with Maria or what? No, I'm doing, well, I'm doing a bird fest in oh, Phoenix. Oh, of course. What? The bird fest. It's What's called, that? I don't know. Phoenix is a bird. So oh, it's, it's called, a comedy festival. It's a comedy festival okay. called the Bird Comedy Festival. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm doing a club in Glendale, Arizona. Okay. And I'm doing, which is outside of Phoenix. Whose club is it? A guy named Tommy. We talked about this. Oh, yeah. Oh, is this in Glendale? Yeah. Oh, okay. I you thought it was totally. in Scottsdale. Yeah. Uh, also, you should call the guy from Governor's because he wants you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a thing. Okay. You're in town on Friday and Saturday in, in New York. Yeah, but uh, I, I often don't know until oh too soon a month ahead of time. That's right, why right. I just turn over get uh, gigs. Yeah, yeah but I if just you get spots at clubs because they only book a month in advance. The the clubs that book spots in the city versus Governor's is probably booked out four or six months in advance, right? Maybe three, but if you if you warn him. Yeah, but I don't have warning. No, 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 no. If you warn him that that you're uh, uh, that you might only give him a month of notice, th- then when you give him the notice, he'll he'll he won't be mad at it. He'll just go, "Oh, this guy's local. Maybe I can swap him." Oh, so, so I can that, fuck over a local guy. Right, right. Fuck over <laughs> a local Bring guy. It <laughs> <laughs> so that someone can come up to you and say, uh, "Why are you so smart?" Um, <laughs> and, uh, Anyway, uh, you seem to be putting things away, which makes me think that we're close. I'm so optimistic. 51. I thought you would be putting things away at 57. I was. That's unfortunate. I'm slightly devastated. (laughs) (laughs) What else is happening? Um, Oh, so here's what I did uh, during my day of nothing that I had to do. I love to not, I love not having to write a book. Or, <laughs> or, or reread a chapter, right. or tweak a chapter. Or I fucking anything. love it. You love being I mean, done with that book. Oh God, no greater feeling. So, um, uh, I took when it, I took two chunks I'm working on, and I wrote each sentence out, like I typed each sentence out, and then I gave space in between each one, yeah. just to see. Sometimes when you see it and there's space between the words, you can kind of go. You you just see them words differently and how they how maybe they're tying up or how they're not here's it's weird. Cause I, I did some old material and then this new chunk and the old material is very joke, 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 joke. And this, this one is a little, there's, it's less joke, joke, you know? Cause it's, it's well, it's also new. It's new. And I'm trying, I ha- still haven't figured out there. When I say my son, like put a finger gun to his temple mm-hmm. there, the, the re- recoil from the audience mm-hmm. is, 
I still have to manage that. Right, because they're overreacting. Of course they're overreacting. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm... You know I, that his I'm finger isn't loaded. Are you yes. familiar with the fact that yes. his finger is an unloaded gun? Yes. And there's a safety on it, and it's called You're, No Bullets in His Finger. You're stepping on closely to <laughs> something I actually don't. Well, Stop riffing off my joke. <laughs> Take any of it and move with it. And you can have all, any of that or all of it. And uh, no, but but uh, um, so I'm just trying to tinker with the. Maybe I'll just physically say he did this without saying. Yeah. Oh, what it was saying? Yeah, saying you know he pretended to or whatever. I don't know. It's, that actually, I like that better, just because then you don't have to. Because the, the word "gun" can tighten them up totally. Yeah. Because I remember that I do that gun control bit. Yeah. And whenever I say, I know why people want to carry guns around. Mm-hmm. They always go, "Well," and then I'm like, "No, you know too, fuckwits." Yeah. We all know why people. Because and then I tell the punchline, which is not that great of a punchline, but then I have another joke after it that fixes. <laughs> you that don't have one. to justify yourself. <laughs> oh, I do. I do at all times. And so, <laughs> but um, I, I, this reminds me of the the intensive labor of trying to fix that um oh. that Spanish joke, yeah, which took a year. Right, but what a great joke! Worth every moment. I, I say. Don't, I wouldn't say it's worth every moment, <laughs> but um, but it's uh, I'm but, just, but I, that's the way it's got to go but, sometimes. But you know what? Like I was I was looking at my old like a notebook from last year, and I'm like my set list is very similar. Like I don't have a ton of new stuff. I have, I have like oh this joke that I told last year. Oh, it's better now. Like uh, there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of jokes I was doing that are better now, but it's not like I've got like this new 20 minute chunk or something. Yeah. In terms of returning to a club. Yeah. You know, Oh, that's why I like to do crowd work because if I can avoid doing stuff, I know I've done for a couple years at a club, I would love to avoid that, you know? Right. And weave do you it all ever in. Co- do you ever come out of crowd work with new bits? Um, no, I, I sort of, no, I sort yeah. of weave them into, into bits. Like I have bits that have, uh, that can open with a, a question that can lead to stuff and then when I'm done talking to the person I go to the joke ah. you know I do yeah, that yeah. a lot so okay. uh, yeah. that's interesting mm-hmm. you you reminded me that there's a bit that I cut from the, the hero album mm-hmm. and it's six minutes I mean it needs to it needs to be uh, tightened up anyway yeah. so I'm glad it isn't on the hero bit but it reminded me uh, when when I was taping the the hero album, it reminded me too much of Donald because two people came up to me and said, "Oh, Donald Trump." Oh, okay. And um, said, "Oh, your dad's kind of like Trump." And I'm mm. like, "Did you want to get punched in the throat?" <laughs> I love my dad, and uh, he's a piece of work, but uh, I still like him, mm-hmm. and I don't like Donald Trump at all. Uh, he's gross. So um, yeah. the uh, I'm taking a stand, you guys. Look at me. But I'm too I, tired I, to fight back. I, I, <laughs> don't be. Don't don't get tired now. Oh, man, Frangela. Those guys had the greatest line. Mm-hmm. And then it led into punchlines. But you know, like, you know, like when you're watching someone else's stand-up or whatever, whenever you're watching something, and, mm-hmm. and the point of the joke makes your, you're like, oh, and then you forget what the punchline was because yeah. the point was so amazing. Yeah, that uh, that they did this joke that was that I can't remember the punchline of because the point was about how um, white people are tired. And uh, this white lady's tired. Well, you're tired because of travel. 
and you're also politically tired. How much time? We are 56. Oh, my God. So um, I don't have four more minutes. <laughs> well, then shut up. Because <laughs> I pulled out my notebook on purpose. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Come on. And uh, <laughs> the, uh, the um, yeah, because uh, I've got this, uh, what I thought was I fixed my empathy bit. Mm-hmm. And all oh, I did, no. you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I fucking hate that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just longer <laughs> and oh, not no. and less funnier. But no. I but I haven't had a chance to try it more than once. Right. And so maybe I fixed it. Maybe I didn't. And it just I just have to. I mean, the thing is, is all of my new chunks are all three minutes long. And yeah. so to work on them, I need. Long sets, yeah, where I can I can tell something, and then I need to listen to the words, and then I have to make sure the order is right. You know, so with those longer yes. bits, you get caught up in the order that the things have to be set in, and so if I say them in the wrong order, then I haven't. Then because one of the things that makes it fixed is if I'm doing it in the correct order. Correct. And I reordered the empathy bit so that I end on. Sort of a, a callback to uh, kind of a callback to an old joke of mine, but uh, not a joke that I'm doing. So not strictly a callback. Yeah. Um, so. Well, it's not a callback if you're not doing the joke. Unless well, it's a callback just for you to enjoy. Just for me inside my head. <laughs> it was a callback. It was a reference. It was uh, essentially it, it could be it's you know, you ever write a joke that just could be added to a previous bit you used to do? Yes. That's what it was. Oh. That's what that's what the empathy bit uh, has a part of it that could be added to a previous gig set a uh, joke I did. Mm-hmm. But I'm not doing that joke anymore. So uh, I don't want to do that joke anymore. What if we only have a finite amount of jokes in us, and then we just keep rewriting the same jokes over and over again? And if you look, thanks at our, for listening, guys. And uh, <laughs> you look at our body. You look at a body of work. You're just like that. Sounds like something she wrote ten years ago. And it's a, like you keep rewriting versions of. <laughs> well, what if that's what we are. That's what we. Are? I don't think you're wrong because it comes. Musicians are like that. Well, it's it's because there's a certain beat to it that we all do, right? You do. The same kind of jokes. Um, yeah. It's it's one of the things that irritated me probably 10 years ago. Still mm-hmm. holding on to it. Some guy came up to me here in Los Angeles, California and said, are you still writing jokes about – you still doing uh, jokes about your dad? Oh, my God. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you because uh, yes uh, is, the, is the answer. Well, well, And then you go, well, okay, if I'm, if I'm just rewriting what I've already written – you know, maybe not. I, I I don't even mean like the jokes would look similar on paper, but it's it's the same per same person writing. You know, like how, should I keep doing comedy? Like, is there an argument to go? Hey, maybe I've uh, I could keep writing jokes, but if they're ju- I'm just repeating what I started when I was 22. You know, is this is this an artistic cycle or am I just now addicted and used to living a certain way? I think if you write about the same topics and it, you make it new and interesting, like mm-hmm. every new story about my dad reveals the same thing about him. <laughs> right, right, And right. a different thing about him. Yeah. And the same thing about me and a different thing about me. So that's where the comedy lies. Yeah. There's the familiarity of my dad. Um 
me telling some story. And then there's also the new story uh, that no one's heard about yeah. the one thing that he did. Yeah. Then there's my reaction in the moment and my reaction now. Those are that those that it follows is a, a template. Growth. Yeah. There, there's oh, okay. there's growth there. Right. There's right. a template, but I think that there's growth there. Yeah. And I will say this is I saw Tim Allen do stand up comedy and he's still fucking talking about tools. Oh my god. And they are not fucking pre- hire Task Rabbit, you asshole. You're a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not great tool jokes. Uh, let's leave it on that, you guys. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 